0: We've launched a merch campaign with 100% of proceeds going to the National Network of Abortion Funds. You can find a link to Listen to Women on LWC Studios' Twitter, at LWC Studios. Buy a t-shirt, wear it to your next hang to go to a live podcast show and on the way to the polls. And tell a friend. Thanks.
1: When I first got my period, it was inconvenient and I ruined my favorite pair of underwear. I was mad. And then I was also like, how do I put a tampon in? Friends had tried to help me, like nothing. So I YouTubed it right in. I remember being so proud about that. I was like,
2: oh my gosh, I got a tampon in. Yay! That's Cece Eisenhart. She uses she, her pronouns. And she was 13 when she first started menstruating. This is Feeling My Flow, a podcast where we see menstruation as an event that happens to all types of bodies. I'm Camila Kashani. My pronouns are she and her. On this episode, we're exploring the different ways menstruation makes people feel. And we're hearing about those emotions through the experience of one family. But before we dive in, first we're going to go back in time to before Cece Eisenhart was born to get to know her parents.
3: My name is Eric Kulisade. I am 55.
4: Um, I'm Mark Eisenhart. I'm 58.
2: Those are CeCe's dads, Mark and Eric. They both use he-him pronouns. Mark and Eric first met in 1989 when they were living in New York City, and they were together for 10 years before they started making plans to have kids. At the time, they were some of the first gay men to have children through traditional surrogacy. That means that instead of adopting a kid, they found a woman to carry their baby to term. And she's the reason Mark and Eric started to learn more about periods.
3: She treats menses as one of the universe's great gifts to women, right? It is the thing that makes them able to bear children. So that was actually a big part of our introduction to menses, because everything we did was timed by it.
2: Now three people were getting together to bring a baby into the world. Mark, Eric, and their surrogate were trying to get pregnant through artificial insemination the introduction of sperm into the cervix without intercourse. During that time, they talked to their surrogate constantly. And when she got her period, they were really disappointed because it meant she wasn't pregnant. It was an intense and emotional process. And on top of the waiting, they had other things on their mind. Like all new parents, they had certain expectations.
4: Uh, We wanted boys because that was familiar territory,
3: I felt like having a boy, you knew what to do,
4: right? And I think that, you know, the whole thing about girls and their period and development, and we were, I guess, fish out of
2: water. When Cece was just one year and seven months, her little sister, Leave was born. With Cece and leave. Mark and Eric now had two kids under the age of two.
4: <laughs> it was awful.
2: <laughs> I mean, it
4: had it's wonderful points too, but it's relentless. That's the thing. It's relentless. There is never a time when you can relax, except when they're sleeping. You know, we knew at the time that it was hard, but we also knew that they were going to be really good buddies. And we always said, No matter what else is going on in your life, your relationship with your sister is the most important thing because your life will always be better if your relationship is good.
2: And today, Cece and Leave are really close. We're sisters and we are 19 months apart.
0: Yes, as she always likes to remind me. I'm older.
2: (laughs) As the sisters grew up, the parents were definitely aware of what other people thought of them, especially as two dads raising two daughters—
3: You know, there's always in the back of your mind a little bit, you know, here we are, two men raising two girls. And, you know, what kind of role model is that? What I think we heard people say was kids need a mother.
4: But then we also consciously chose to have many women in their lives. So we were conscious of that. We really were.
2: As a parent, it can hit you hard when you realize your kid is going through a change. This is a really common experience for any parent. And it happens all the time as your kid is growing up. Mark remembers feeling like this when Leave was just a baby.
4: When she stopped needing me to hold the bottle, it was really, really emotional because I just loved that so much. And it was sad. I remember I came out of the room putting Leave to sleep and realized that that time was coming to a close.
2: And when it came to periods, Mark and Eric didn't exactly have a plan about how to talk to Cece and leave. But luckily for them, the girls' school was prepared. When each girl reached the fourth grade, they attended a body basics class. Students and their parents were invited.
1: What I remember most was walking in, and, like, the room had red and
0: white checkered floor pattern. And they had this, like, table set up with a cup of water and a pad, a tampon. But it was like all the parents were along the edges of the room. And we had to sit at the desks. Yeah. I remember that it was awkward. The whole thing has this sort of like dreamlike quality to it where I'm like still not sure it actually happened because it was a little bit strange.
2: Each dad took his turn going with each daughter.
4: That took a lot of pressure off actually.
3: It did. Knowing that that was coming, I think we really relied on that as the trigger for having those conversations. And... Both of us wanted to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that it was a privilege to be able to go yeah. on that thing. But it's just funny because I'm the only man in the room, right? You know, everyone, right? The instructors are women, everyone's women, and there's me, <laughs> Cece. But we saw the diagrams and the charts, and I think they sent us home with a, a pad, Cece was right? so
4: adorable because she had the whole kit. And she came upstairs like she had learned this big secret. She was putting it away, and she was like, Daddy, you know what this is? And I was like, a pad? And she goes, Yeah, that's right. She was so surprised I knew the answers.
2: So even if it was a little awkward, the body basics class was pretty helpful to get the whole family talking about periods. And as the girls learned more about menstruation, their dads were along for the ride.
4: It was the year she was going to be twelve, and I said, Are you prepared? You know, if in case your period starts, we should go to Target and get some stuff. And so. Cece and I went to the feminine products aisle, and I was just blown away. I was not prepared for all the color. It was two full rows, I mean, on each side of the aisle. And Cece and I were just like, I, what do we get? I mean, are you heavy flow? Because she hasn't started her period yet.
2: Mark isn't the only one who's wondered about heavy flow. During a typical period, a person usually bleeds up to six tablespoons of menstrual fluid, Anything more than that can qualify as heavy flow.
4: And so I said, what are are butterflies or flaps or whatever, with flaps, without flaps? And we were having this conversation, the two of us, and I was just conscious of, like, the fact that here's dad having this conversation with his daughter and, like, thinking about who in Target is listening to this conversation and just going, oh, my God, this is priceless.
2: From the Body Basics talk to the trip to Target, all that preparation came in handy on one summer day when Cece was 13. When I
1: first got my period, I woke up and I went to the bathroom. And daddy was like, Oh, there's blood on the bed. And I was like, Oh, no. (laughs) So he
2: noticed that I got my period before I did. The thing is, Cece's period wasn't totally unexpected because of her age, but no one was ready when Leave got her first period. I went to the bathroom and I looked down and suddenly like, I saw blood, and I was like, I wasn't expecting it. But even though her period took her by surprise, Leave had someone to turn to—her sister.
0: We're so close that I don't feel uncomfortable asking you for help.
1: I do think it's been good that we're so close because
0: it's nice to
1: have. A uh, female companion to, like, for sure. confide in. Yeah. <laughs> because you're my sister, it's easier to, like, tell you about things that are more private and personal.
2: That summer was really eventful for the whole family. First Cece started her period, then leave started her period just a few months after. The fast pace of it all was really hard for their parents. It was another one of those moments when seeing the girls go through a change really hit them.
3: When I mean, Leave got her first period later that summer, we were destroyed. Oh my god, <laughs> we
4: were it was just devastating. Like,
3: and I guess it was also—I think we weren't ready for our second kid to to become we're
4: not even to, a little ready
3: that fast.
4: You know, we didn't have a little girl anymore. Yeah. And you know, even though they haven't changed at all from one day to the next, it's just—it's still—it's a—it's a big deal.
2: It's been about five years since the girls started menstruating. Now they're in their late teens. Cece's in college and leaves getting ready to graduate from high school. And when they sat down for this interview, they ended up reflecting on how much they appreciated their dads. They make it seem to us as though they take everything in stride, even though afterwards
0: they tell us, I was freaking out at that moment. Which is really comforting because, like, if I'm freaking out, I don't want them to freak out too.
2: As the sisters take their steps into adulthood, their dads will be proudly watching from the sidelines. I think
1: because we had two dads, I have no shame about talking about my periods in front of anybody.
0: And I don't think, like, I never really recognized the lack of, like, a mom. I've never known anything else. Yeah. yeah. That's my That's my go-to phrase.
1: Typical answers. I think they've done a good
0: job. They're wonderful parents.
2: Feeling My Flow is a resource to help you start important conversations at critical moments, like when you're figuring out what type of flow you have. We're here to inform, entertain, and empower. Visit us at feelingmyflow.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to join the conversation. Thanks for listening. Shout out to our advisory board for weighing in on earlier drafts of this episode. Feeling My Flow was produced by Mia Warren. This episode was co produced by Madison Mullen. Our sound engineer is Carolina Rodriguez. Our intern is Emma Forbes. We're a production of Lentigua, Williams & Co. I'm your host, Camila Kashani.